0: Just a country boy,
1: and he's making it good.
0: He was y'alls under dog breast and bearer rows living next to the wood. He ought to eat a sushi but he don't even fish. Not so much a country boy, it's more like these country Moved out of Hickory and had the
2: force of cow. Wound up in TV and film making possible crowds.
0: Now this country boy is back with his family.
1: Got himself a podcast, he knows it'll last cause he's in Hickory. You're up, John.
0: All right. What up, bumpkins? How you doing? Welcome to episode 137 of Country-ish, and we have a sweet-tasting, deadly, gassy show for you today. It's National Daiquiri Day. Cheers. How'd that get started? Stick around to find out. And as usual, I'm giving money away. I've got more residual checks for y'all, call in for a chance to win one. Also, I got a dang speeding ticket. Anybody in Ridgeland, South Carolina, want to help me out? How fast was I going? Stick around. In best trends, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in the news for farting in a female's face. <laughs> I love this, Farta La Vista, baby. Also, my buddy Mark Hunt is here, and we're going to exchange or unbox gifts we got each other at the Goodwill. It's a segment called Goodwill Hunting, and that's kind of why I'm wearing this. This is Goodwill stuff that we got. We'll get into that in a minute. And in small town news, a man killed his friend during a fishing trip, get this, in order to stop him from summoning Sasquatch. What? Why? How? We'll figure it out. Stay tuned, Uh, but we're live right now on Facebook and YouTube, possibly Twitter, and I got four people up in here checking your comments today. That's right. Over here, I got Elliot, the intern, and sitting right next to him is his intern, Sergeant Mark Have a Ball. One of them's doing Facebook. One of them's doing YouTube. Leave them a comment. And over here in this table, look at here, i got Intern Isaiah, our resident Hayseed Gen Z, and next to him, a legend from Hickory. I'm talking about Mr. Mark Hunt, also known as Marcus Stamos. How you doing? I'm good, good. You? I like your shirt.
1: I like your shirt. Thanks Uh, for giving me this. Pop your tag. Yeah. This is our tag right here. This is how you know we just got this. There's a song. Popping tags.
3: Anybody know what I'm talking about? I have hmm, no I clue. I'm not familiar with pop tags. It's a rap song. song yeah, uh, thrift shop. I'm gonna pop some tags. I only so got twenty, man, in yeah, exactly. $20 dollars in my pocket. about twenty dollars in my pocket. Yeah, I know that song. Yeah.
1: Uh, so.
0: Well, thanks for this, Marcus. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been noodling?
1: So that's fishing with your hands. Yeah. Yep. No.
0: Yeah, me either. Don't I've know if I want TV. to. Have
3: you?
1: No, I've never yeah. been noodling. Nobody
0: in here has been noodling, as far as I know, but maybe you have. Leave it in the comments section, and uh, you know if it's interesting and one of my interns get to it fast enough, we'll read your comment. I'd like to hear about it. And here's how you know I'm going to do that. Even if I don't get to it this week, I'll probably, maybe, possibly get to it next week. And here's how you know I'm going to do that. I'm going to read comments right now. From last week, even though I wasn't up in here, uh, Sebastian asked you guys, have you ever killed someone's pet? Huh? Stamos, you ever killed a pet?
1: No. Not intentionally.
0: Not so accidentally, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Rick Sanford III emailed us, and he answered that question. He said, good morning. To answer Sebastian's question, have you ever killed someone's pet, When I was in high school slash college, my mom got two kittens from a litter. We had them probably eight or ten months when I killed them. Not at the same time, but within weeks of each other. Dot, the first kitten, ran under my car when I was driving into the driveway one day, and I crushed her head. The other one, named Dude, was hiding in the fan shroud of my car when I was leaving for school one morning. The car surprisingly started... On the first try, and the fan took off his entire left side. We had to put him down as the fan did not kill him. Oh, my uh, goodness. Thank you it. for the detail, Mr. Rick Sanford yeah. III. That's horrible.
1: Left side. The whole left killed side. Killed the whole
0: left side. Yeah. so you, then they had to finish him off. Yeah,
1: finish me off, finish sir.
0: Finish me off. Please. That's horrible, man. I'm sorry that happened to you. That must have scarred you for life. I mean, every word in here is just, I've killed... Let's see here. I'm sh- I've-, I've killed animals. I'm- I don't know if it was a pet, you know, but I- I've hit, I don't know, dogs, cats, yeah. deer. squirrels, Accidentally. Squirrels, you know. What about you, Isaiah?
3: No, I've never killed a pet.
0: Okay. Well, we've got time.
3: I mean, I think I've hit a squirrel once or twice right. while driving.
0: Well, that was the story last week, right? The small town news story last week. A guy killed another dude's pet yeah, cock he- because it was attacking him. Right? Yep, that's correct. Um, Well, some people weighed in on this. Lewis Kingston III, you know who that is, right? Mm Yep. He said, so Florida is not a free-range state, so the rooster running around free range is already illegal. That's kind of how I feel. You know, if you can't keep your pet on a leash or contained, and it is attacking me, I have every right to defend myself. Right, And I would have killed that damn chicken too. My dad killed a dog one time for, uh, yeah, this happened. So he was, uh, there was this one dog that would get loose from our neighbor's house all the time. And it would, for whatever reason, run to our house and run around the pool and bark at people in the pool or whatever. And we had to call them and go, hey, come get your dog. And they'd always come up and go, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. He got away again. I don't know how he gets away. That'll happen like three or four times. And then one day my dad came home from work. When he was a bailiff, so he had his uniform on and a gun, pistol. Yep. yep. Pulled out in the driveway, dog was sitting right there, <coughs> right there, waiting for him to get out. He's like, I, I don't have to do this. So he got out of his car. Dog came at him, shot and killed the dog right then. Shot and killed the dog right there. With called the, the other cops and said, service by the way, I just killed a dog. It was attacking me. And then you know, then he called the neighbors and told them, come get your dog. Well, is he up there again? Yeah, but he's dead now because <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> Because you didn't, obey, you didn't do your part, and now your dog is dead because of your lack of discipline. So there you go. Enough's enough. Yeah. Uh, Tammy Mays McCormick, she said, I'm glad he got arrested. Animal abuse is wrong. Yes, so is people abuse. So if it's attacking people, that is also wrong. Samantha Dawn Kingston, she, she just wrote, harder than you thought. I think she's referring to the hosting duties.
1: Oh, <laughs> gotta be. Right. By the is. way, thank I
3: you. Won. I won the votes. I got the most votes. I just not won gonna let to it go. No, nope. you won the votes on
0: Twitter, which was and probably Facebook.
3: about fifty people, and Facebook.
0: And how many was that on Facebook?
3: I mean, it was quite a bit. You don't know. I don't know
0: exactly. exactly. I just know I Put I'm your won. numbers together. Here's the Sorry. thing. At the end of the day, it's my call, right? And uh, one of these days, I figure you're gonna get there. But I don't think he was ready. Sean already had one under his belt. Right. He hosted one other time when I was in Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. Mark, I don't even know if you want to do it. Would you I think have I'll wanted do to do, I'll do it? it? Y'all yeah, do the next one. You want to do it? Yeah, I want to do it. Okay.
1: Yeah, just to keep him out of it. I know well, Samantha
0: says it. it's harder than you think. <laughs> I mean, uh, I watched it. <laughs> and <laughs> Sebastian, I mean, cut his glasses and, and he's he, doing this. He still couldn't see. That's I mean, the thing. it started off rough. You guys looked nervous and scared as hell. Not me. he was. <laughs> And, I would sit back and enjoy it. Yeah. You would You would sit back and enjoy it. And I noticed the thing that you do from time to time, I don't know if you're aware of it, is when um, you're listening to a caller or someone else, you have a tendency to turn the other way. Like you just, like the cameras here, a caller called in. Oh, like, yeah. Just... Well, where you calling in from? <laughs> and now you're looking over here. And yeah, comes, like, because they're right face? there. They're right there. Yeah, but, okay, so the cameras are this way. Hey, it's, it's a learning
1: thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no,
0: I'm just saying. You can learn from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when you do host the show, try and look at the camera.
1: I'm just going toward the noise, man.
0: Maybe not pick your nose or your ear. Yeah, you I like do, you my... do pick at things
1: a my lot. My nose itches a lot, and then your ear a lot. I see that's a a sign, ear picking. Man. That's uh, still first base. Uh,
0: oh, so. you're oh, so you're telling people at home steal thinking about you like Carol Burnett used to do. It's just taking after I got you. But no, thanks for doing it. You're and, welcome. Um, You know, within the first 10 minutes, I think you guys got into it pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Tammy Mays McCormick also said, howdy, John. Your boys are doing a great job. Although Isaiah is hurt because he won the poll but didn't get the host, he needs a bonus treat. Oh, how about a virgin strawberry daiquiri? There you go. You're welcome. (laughs) There's his treat. Uh, Chase simply said, let's go. John and crew are the best. So he, uh, thank you, Chase and Shannon Marie. She said, "Stick that Chiquita sticker on your arm to beat the monkeypox. Quick, it's the newest monkeypox patch. It's science." Hmm. Thank you, Shannon Marie. I like that. Did you guys talk about monkeypox? No. Uh, okay. She just wanted to throw that in there. That's all good, Shannon. Thank you for the comments. Thank you all for the comments. But let me let me tell you something. We're not just a podcast that's live on YouTube and Facebook. We're a regular old podcast. For your ear holes. I mean, you know, we're on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean. Anywhere you get a podcast, we're there. And if you want to help us out, you can join our Patreon support page. Yes. And for just five bucks and up, there's many levels you can join at. At just five bucks and up, you get access to our country ish after dark. After Mark, dark, where after are you? Dark, there after it dark, is. Dark, Where'd you go? Dark, dark.
1: I lost. I got lost. Yeah, you were like zoned out. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was, I was trying to make eye this. contact, oh, with you to get you ready for the after dark, dark, dark part. But you just thinking hear about it. picking my nose last week. Sorry. <laughs> Still reminiscing about.
0: All right. Well, uh, just keep the camera on me. Um, <laughs> the next one after dark is tonight. I don't know if Mark will be here. I'm hoping he'll be here. I know you're you're running low on energy
1: yeah yeah maybe we'll see
0: you'll rally next one tonight at nine thirty, right after this show and it's not too late to join it's just for our patreon supporters go to countryish.com countryish.com click support sign up um but if you have no money and you still want to help us out you can do that write a nice review on apple podcast and i'll have our Hayseed Gen Z intern Isaiah.
3: Yes, Read sir. it in
0: his sweet Southern Virginia accent. I believe we have a new one, yes, right? Yes,
3: sir. We have a brand new five star review by WQE Try You. <laughs> okay. They said, I love the whole crew and everything about this fun, loving, hilarious podcast. Keep them coming, guys.
0: Hit it. <laughs> okay, wow. that is so <clears throat> loud. Thank you for that. All righty, let's move on. Did you hit the share button yet? Right, this is the point of the show where I would uh, I remind you in the beginning, like you know, before the short the show technically starts. But right now, one more soft nudge. For you to hit that share button. And I used to do a share song. Now, last week, Isaiah, I saw you wearing the share wig. Yes, sir. Did you enjoy this?
3: Yeah, I like doing the share. Well, lip syncing it. I don't know if I would enjoy it if I actually had to sing it.
0: So now I'm back in here. We're going to go back to the original deal. All righty. Okay, and here's the original deal. And everybody has to be on board with this, okay? I'm talking to you, Elliot. Okay. (laughs) If we get to 5,000 stars, okay... During this show, if we get to 5,000 stars, whoever gave the most stars gets to choose whoever in this room you want to do the share stare at the very end of the podcast. So, you know, I say goodbye, credits roll, I come back real quick. One of us will have the wig on and do the share stare song if we get to 5,000. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, let's plug some tour dates, shall we? July 23rd, that's this coming Saturday, I will be in Austin, Texas, baby, at the Vulcan Gas Company. Come see your boy. July 30th, right here in good old Hickory at the Hum. We're doing a country-ish movie night. Yeah, uh, it's like a drive-in movie, but you just walk in with a lawn chair, and we watch uh, Cannonball Run Under the Stars. I'm going to have the remote control and a microphone, and we're going to commentate uh, live during the, the movie, and I'll pause it and show funny things that I think is funny, and it'll be a good time. we got beer and barbecue, so check that out. That's August, uh, July 30th in Hickory. You can get tickets at johnreap.com. I took on tour dates. It's right there. Uh, August the 5th, Sharpsburg, Kentucky at the barnyard with Larry the Cable Guy, new up-and-coming comedian. I hope, I hope hope uh, I hope he's doing well. So check us out there righty. Now how was your weekend? I want to know I've been gone a long time I hope you've been enjoying the show uh, As I told you I got a dang speeding ticket Coming back from Orlando And let me just tell you This right here
1: Whoa, watch your step You can some bullshit
0: This is some bullshit Sorry mom But it is um, I don't know how radar guns work um, I don't know how they can pinpoint <clears throat> one vehicle when there's a pack of, like, eight vehicles all kind of going together, right? I was, in, I was on Interstate 85 in Ridgeland, South Carolina. So if you're in Ridgeland, South Carolina, and you know somebody who might know a judge or a DA or something or other, holler at you, boy, because this is some BS, Okay, I wasn't speeding. I have sped many times, and I do deserve a ticket, but not this time. Um, I was going 76. I actually remember this because I saw the cop on the interstate. I was in the left lane, the fast lane, going 76. Two cars in front of me, a car to the right, two cars behind me. The one on the right was trying to come around me real fast. He was speeding. When I saw the cop pull out, I thought, oh, boy, that guy's going down. Nobody pulled me over. And he came to the door. I'm like, "What? We got the wrong, you got the wrong guy. And uh, I knew it was pointless in arguing with him. Uh, you know, and I told him, I like, dude, I respect cops. My dad was a cop, but you got the wrong dude. And uh, he get, you know, I gave him his, my license, and he wrote the ticket. 97 in a <laughs> 70. How do you get to 90? I was going 76. If I was going 97, that means every car around me was going 97 because it would be impossible to go through the cars. They're not made of gas. So using a convoy. I was it a convoy? Using a convoy. But I wasn't. It was you know it was just a pack of cars. We weren't going ninety seven. So, yeah. uh, Haller, yes. I was going to say if you were doing ninety seven, I'm proud of you, John. Oh, I've done ninety seven many that's times.
3: That's that German speed limit. Yeah, yeah, ride. the
0: autobahn. Oh, that Honda Passport. It's been ninety seven, but this time it was not. I actually got a speeding ticket one time in uh, coming out of Wilmington, North Carolina, and my mom's Volkswagen Beetle, going about ninety seven. And that one I deserved. (laughs) So this one I didn't anyway. Uh, So that's one thing that happened. But I had a good time in Atlanta at the Punchline. If you were there and you came to see me, thank you very much. Um, And I've got all kinds of pictures I can show you guys. And, Alan, whatever you share first is what I will talk about. It doesn't matter what order you go in.
3: All right. Let's go with these.
0: Okay. So lots of people driving recklessly, not me other people I didn't get in a wreck I get there safely Uh, but I noticed some bad car accidents in Florida here's one pulling into Orlando and I had timed it just right five minutes into this I was about to exit and I was gonna pee and then BAM this crash happens and I can't go anywhere and I had to pee in my car Uh, luckily I had a big old Gatorade bottle pissed right in it but look at that can you zoom into that I don't look at that car it's flipped upside down can you see that marcus i see it yeah anybody get thrown out or anything i didn't see a body a body mangled um but i don't know i didn't stare at the picture long enough could be one under there that's bad. But they had a helicopter um that had to fly in and do something so not pretty that was just one and i think there's a video of another one i saw when i was driving in orlando yeah let me pull that up. Or we can do whatever's next yeah. whatever's easier, buddy i don't care all right, so check this one out. Going down the interstate in Orlando, uh, in Florida, saw this. Look at that thing. Whole front end of that truck is ablaze. Wow. Yeah. So, be careful out there. You know, do the speed limit, like I was doing in Ridgeland,
2: South Carolina. <laughs> uh, don't forget Cannonball Run coming up. Uh, yes, Elliot. Yeah, well, people are already chiming in. First of all, Ravencroft says, how can you get a speeding ticket? I thought 10 miles per hour was the speeding limit in Hickory LOL. <laughs> and, and Michael John said, you should be able to fight it, but Jason Hartsoe, uh, I believe it was said uh, before it gets too late, request the car and body cam video so you can prove it from the cop.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. so you, you mean bef- as he was, before he uh, would there be video of him actually hitting the, you know what I mean the uh, radar gun? I, no I don't plan, know how it
2: works. Nor do I.
0: If, there, if there's a police officer or a state uh, trooper out there watching this, chime in. I'd like to hear your feedback. Um, thank you. You're Anything
2: welcome. else? Uh, no, that's it for right. now regarding that. All
0: right, Alan, let's, I mean, let's show some more pictures. What you got up here now?
2: This one. Okay. Bert
0: that's Hester. me in Orlando. Let me tell you about Orlando. Um, I didn't sell out every show. Uh, in fact only one was pretty packed that was first show saturday night second first show friday they had to do some giveaways last minute and when that happens you get people in there who do not care about the comedian (laughs) and they don't care about the show yeah and i have to get real and i have to uh overpower them and in that moment there was a guy (laughs) there was some guy there was some chick on the front row who was kind of talking a little bit and i had to you know, go at her, not in a mean way, but just acknowledge her. And then and then some other guy goes, Oh, hey, it's my ex wife.
2: Oh. Like he noticed
0: his ex wife was sitting down there. And then he came down there and just started talking. I'm like, Whoa, 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 we don't talk during my show. Oh. You wanna go reunite, go outside. <laughs> that's a family. And then get. I just saw like tattoos on him. I said, I got tattoos and I took my shirt off and then before you know it I was trying to get him to take his shirt off. But it was a good show. It was just, you know, I had to go above and beyond the call of duty. Shout out, Burt Kreischer. All right, what else we got? Oh, there's Trish. This was in Atlanta. Trish Sir, uh, Emmy Award-winning host from HGTV and all kinds of uh, home improvement, home makeover-type shows, uh, who I've known forever, by the way. Came to the show and did a guest set, so it was good to see her. And then that's me, her, and Craig Gass. Do you know who Craig Gass Mm -hmm. is,
2: Elliot? Uh, Yes, isn't he the the gentleman that does all of the... uh, impressions Impressions. yes sir yes Yes, of course
0: so this guy's hilarious he does obscure impressions the best one that i love that he does is gene simmons i was going to say he
2: actually filled in for him one time yes
0: uh in fact on the howard stern show they had him call in as gene simmons Mm -hmm. and for the first 30 minutes no one knew it wasn't gene simmons and even Gene Simmons laughed his head off at this guy. He sounds just like him. So it was good to see these guys. That was Atlanta. Then in Atlanta, that's on the far right, is Jamie Bendel. He's the owner of the uh, Punchline Comedy Club. And that's his buddy in the middle there. And I did his podcast called Comedy Roundtable. And we got to talking about daiquiris, of all things. But that dude's dad... I forgot exactly the verbiage on this, but that dude's dad in the middle uh, came up with his own Mai Tai recipe that's now like the standard uh, recipe for Mai Tais in California. So random, we had to drink Mai Tais. There you go. What else we got? Oh, there we are. Lake Lanier had a good time. Had an off day in between Atlanta and Orlando. Went to Lake Lanier, went tubing. That's, That's Jamie and Jamie's friends and their kids. And I was just the, the third wheel hanging out, uh, the token extra white guy on the lake. Uh, what else we got?
3: Do you want the uh, video? Sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Let me bring that Whatever up. we got. Oh, yeah. So in Lake Lanier, you do what you do is you climb a rock because basically Lake Lanier, they, uh, they covered up a whole town. And there's one section where it's like very rocky. And, of course, you know, when you're in Lake Lanier, you jump off of a rock. And look at that water, how green it is. Really pretty. Had a good time in Lake Lanier. Shout out Jamie Bendel and the Punchline in Atlanta. Um, what else we got? Is that everything there? Not yet. Oh, yeah. So then... Hold on. Let me bring it back up. All good. I'll just I'll kill time. From Atlanta, I drove to Orlando. Uh, and me oh, and my buddy minute, sorry, one more. Brent Blakeney... Um, is that one up right now? Oh.
3: Yeah, let's go into Star Wars.
0: Bear, boom. So we went to Star Wars... In uh, Disney World You know they have that whole uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge And I told Brent Blakeney A long time ago When I knew that this date Was on the books Orlando I thought dude This would be great We're both Quietly Star Wars nerd fans You and I I'll take you You've been a good opener For a long time On me I'll take us to uh, Disney World And I figured I could just Buy tickets Whenever I felt like it But that's dumb And naive on my part Apparently, it sold out for months and months and months. And so I got there and I scrambled. I didn't know what to do, but we got in. And we'll get to all that later. But these are some pictures. uh, That's from the cantina inside of, uh, you know, that's where, um, I guess, uh, Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi met Han Solo for the first time in in that cantina. And then they got a little robot playing music up in there. Man, it was a good time. So... Mark, have you ever been to Disney World or Disneyland?
1: No yep. Have not How about you?
0: Nope You guys?
1: No, no
2: sir, sir.
0: Mm. We don't so, get out much, do we? Man. <laughs> I don't <laughs> we have, have <laughs> the desire
3: to go to Disney World
0: uh, Well, I will say It was the hottest day Orlando has seen in a long time
1: Because you were there Because
0: I was there, obviously and They knew I finagled my way in um, So check out what we had to do is, Alan, is now a good time to tell that story? Um, yeah, you could do or that. Do I want to save it? Okay. Yeah. So here's what I had to do, right? I, I, I didn't know how I was going to get in. I already told Brent that we would get in. And Brent has a timeshare. His parents have a timeshare in Orlando. So we stayed there two days before the gig started. So now I'm staying with Brent on Brent's dime. And I've offered this thing to Disney World and I got nothing. Mm. So I'm scrambling and I call some radio stations in Orlando one of them is called Monsters in the Morning, right? So I'm calling them, and I'm, I'm asking them, their listeners in Orlando, hey, guys, help a ginger out. Can you get me in Star Wars? And they're like, well, we know a guy who works with Disney Tours. We'll call him and see what we can do. We'll connect you guys. And uh, we connected. And he goes, yeah, it's – you can't get in. You can't buy a ticket, right? And I had my agents working on this, like guys in Nashville, guys in Los Angeles, people who have connections to Disney and ABC. They're all like, we we don't know what to do. You're screwed, buddy. And so this one guy, I call him up. I'm like, hey, I was told you could help me out with this. He goes, okay, you got to meet me here at this time, and um, we'll walk over to customer service. And uh, I built a whole backstory for you guys So basically this is kind of like a side hustle What he does um, And he's like As we're walking over to the customer service He's like okay So you are my cousin And we were supposed to be There's 30 of us And you guys were supposed to be in the group And for whatever whatever reason they forgot And so you're my cousin And your partner is your buddy Brent I go to my partner He goes yeah your husband is Brent Blakeney. I'm like, oh. So I have to pretend to be gay <laughs> to get in Disney World. Yes. And it was fun. And we got it was in. Fun. Yeah, we doubled down on your wokeness, Disney. <laughs> You're woke? I'm woker now. Huh? Okay. You're going to deny a blue-eyed ginger and his six-foot-seven partner into Disney? How dare you? So, of course, we got in. Cute and cop. I got, like, a fast pass, too. So <laughs> it was great. That's how you beat the system. You beat them at their own game But yeah, here we are That's uh, me and a stormtrooper On the hottest day ever, by the way We tapped out early It was so hot We did all the rides And it was like, are you good? Yeah, I'm good Let's get out of here So that was
3: fun Hey, John, um, you want to play that uh, little video you guys made? Oh,
0: yeah There's one scene in Star Wars That me and Brent tried to recreate And uh, I'll show it to you This is We just did this on the fly
2: I don't like you
0: friend doesn't like you either uh-huh. i'll be more careful you better watch yourself we have 12 death systems on such as <laughs> i screwed up <laughs> i forgot exactly what he said but we were trying to recreate that one scene where luke skywalker and uh hans so- obi-wan kenobi had to uh basically chop a guy's arm off at that bar because it's a uh, it, you'll never find a, a more wretched hive of scum and villainy good times everybody let's move on these guys are passing out (laughs) uh get on a cruise ship baby next year 2023 november 5 through 11 that is seven days baby it's the sea amigos cruise yeah and it's it's not just me we got reno collier and john heffron are going to be doing stand-up comedy we're all going to be doing karaoke and all the meeting and greeting you can shake a stick at. It's Royal Caribbean's brand new ship, Wonder of the Seas. We leave from Port Canaveral. That's right next to Orlando, Florida. And we stop at Coco Cay, Cozumel, Mexico, Roatan, Honduras, Costa Maya, Mexico. And it's going to be a lot of fun. possibly Willie Nelson's granddaughter, Lynn Nelson, will be on there. And if I have anything to do with it, Marcus Stamos will be on that ship as well. Yes, sir. And uh, hopefully, Alan Jackson and hopefully, these guys. It's too early to tell, but you go ahead and book a cabin. Go to johnreap.com, click on the cruise ship. All right. I said we get to our first segment. What do you say, boys? Let's do it. Mm-hmm.
1: Segment time. Okay, contain yourself, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you're almost
0: like you're faking enthusiasm. and I don't appreciate no, it. No, 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 no. This is uh, brought to you by Hendrick Honda of Hickory. That's right. Uh, are you in the market for a new vehicle? How about a used vehicle? How about a hot dog or a hamburger? Uh, How about a vehicle that can go 97 miles an hour in a 70? (laughs) Go to Hendrick Honda Hickory. Get yourself. uh, Tell them John Reap sent you. All righty. What do I do here? It's real simple. I click on Twitter. I click on your hashtag. I find what it is that people are talking about, and I weigh in. It's how you know we're in the know. It's a segment (laughs) that I I like to call. Best trends Here's what you're talking about. All right, everybody, applause. There it is. Okay, Happy National Daiquiri Day. Now we we are enjoying some daiquiris from a place called Duke's, from a man named John Duke, right here in good old Hickory, North Carolina. Right, I Elliot. Yes, sir. Oh, look, he's holding up a sign. <laughs> There's the yeah, menu. Yes, mm-hmm. Been there many times yes. <coughs> It's a good place And this is pretty good So how did it start? Why is there daiquiris? What's it named after? Are you guys curious to find out? Sure, let's find out That's the only reason we showed up tonight I, I know to learn this. Well, right? let's get to it Each year, on you. July the 19th People across the United States Fill their glasses with a rum-based cocktail And Toast to National Daiquiri Day. Daiquiri is a family of cocktails whose main ingredients are rum, citrus juice, typically lime, and sugar. It all started back in 1898 off the coast of Cuba during the Spanish-American War. A guy named Jennings Cox, an American engineer, supervising a mining operation located in a village named Daiquiri. Every day after work, Cox and his employees would gather at the Venus Bar. Then one day, Cox mixed up Bacardi, lime, and sugar in a tall glass of ice. He named the new beverage after the daiquiri mine. So it's that simple. It's named after a a little town in
3: Cuba. Did you guys know that? I had no clue. So this cocktail has been around since the late 1800s. 1898.
0: Wow. Yeah. You did your math right. 1898 <laughs> is the late 1800s. Good job.
1: We we'll just Googled
0: it, too.
1: <laughs> you know, I
3: Googled when the Spanish-American <laughs> war is. If I is. tell you
0: 1898 and you go, like, well, th- that's the late 1800s, yeah. Well, um, you
3: said Spanish-American, so I wanted to Google when that war was because I had yeah. no clue.
0: You learn a lot here. This is an educational and informational podcast. In 1909, Admiral Lucius W. Johnson – a U.S. Navy medical officer, tried Cox's drink and subsequently introduced it to the Army and Navy Club in Washington, D.C. And then the daiquiri just took off after that. So there you go. Happy daiquiri day. All right. Um, Also, what else was trending? Marcus, you're going to love this one. This is right up your alley. Farting. Hashtag Arnold Schwarzenegger's end-of-days co-star claims he deliberately farted in her face. Says he's a bit too full of himself. I love this story. Arnold Schwarzenegger's End of Days co star. Her name is Miriam Margolis. Have you seen this lady before? No. Yep. Is she playing Star Wars, maybe? She could have been in a makeup, you wouldn't have known. She actually looks like a Star Wars character. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she accused uh, uh, him of deliberately farting on her uh, on that movie set, The End of Days. Have you seen the movie End of Days? Bits
3: and Pieces, isn't it? Have like you seen it, apoc- Elliot?
0: Yeah, bits and Pieces. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't really remember much of this movie, but um, Schwarzenegger was the star of the 1999. It's a supernatural horror movie in which he played an ex-cop who attempts to stop Satan before he creates the Antichrist. Margolis, known for her role as Professor Sprout in the Harry Potter movies, you seen that one? I've never
3: seen a Harry Potter movie. She had a small role
0: as one of uh, the antagonists, assisting Satan. Uh, She goes toe to toe with Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, and during her appearance on another podcast, she claimed that he farted on her while they were filming the scene. She said he was actually quite rude. He farted in my face. She said, now, I fart, of course I do, but I don't fart in people's faces. He did it deliberately right in my face. <laughs> How many times are you going to say face? <laughs> I was playing Satan's sister, and he was killing me, so he had me in a position where I couldn't escape and laying on the floor, and he just farted. That's wow. a good move. I mean, this is a jock thing. This is, what dude, this is what jockey dudes do. He's a jockey. He's a weightlifter. He spends a lot of
1: time in the locker rooms. Of course, he farts on people. You know what? She's very glad he didn't catch in his hand and throw it in her face. Right. He you ever do, done that before? You ever, you ever yeah, caught but, one in? Yeah, but
0: even that is a – got, she got it straight from the horse's mouth. Right. She True. didn't have to put it in his hand. I think he was sitting on her face. And farted oh, in her face. But yes, I know what you mean. You cup it and do that stuff. But we've all done that in locker rooms. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you farted on people before. Oh, of course I have.
3: Crop dusting, all Oh, kinds I farted of stuff. in people's face before. My uncle was taking a nap one time and I just bent right down and farted right in yeah. his face. What did he have to say? And that about was that? just last week. Oh, he was mad.
0: Yeah. Oh, you mm-hmm. got to do it.
3: Yeah. Uh, I farted on my dad's pillow one time and mm. he woke up the next morning and had pink eye, and he was like
1: <laughs> 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 Yes. <laughs> wow. From your
2: <laughs> fault. So that's how
0: potent your gas is. Yeah. You all you had to do was fart in a pillow and gave him pink. And then hours later he sleeps on it. Damn Gets near pink blind. Pink pink. Dude, that's you're like an X-Man. That's your special skill. Yeah. <laughs> you're like Mr. <laughs> Methane Man. <laughs>
3: Are you wow. sure you want him on a cruise now? I don't know. Get him his
0: own room. You know what I mean? Somewhere on the balcony, with maybe, her. with a balcony. But yeah, I mean, that's just what dudes do, right? Yeah. They just fart it on means people. he likes her. Right. Now think of this. Yes, exactly. What's her face? Uh, Ma-
1: Magalus. Yeah, be yeah. happy.
0: You'd be lucky Arnold Schwarzenegger farted in your face. Of course. That's just how he shows you love you.
1: Yeah. If he didn't like you, he if, wouldn't have done
0: it. Right. She added. It wasn't on film. It was uh, in one of the pauses, but I haven't forgiven him for it. Uh, he, it. So this whole story was brought up in the conversation after the host of that podcast she was on I asked her, are there any celebrities that you, were, you didn't like working with? And uh, at first she pretended to forget his name, and then she goes, Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a bit full of himself, and I don't care for him at all, but that's hilarious. I can't remember the last time I farted in someone's face, though. You know, that's pretty bold. Could you imagine, I mean, the things that Arnold Schwarzenegger eats, and what is he, 70-something? Oh, this was in 1999. (laughs) So he was was a young 50. (laughs) I'm sure that could not have smelled great. Yeah. Get the alzheimer, call the
3: chopper. He was probably around 50 because he's 74 now.
0: 74 now, yeah. Oh, poor lady. She looks like, if you look at her face, it looks like the perfect face to fart on. (laughs) If I <laughs> it looks had, like it's been farted on, yeah, actually. It looks like it's been farted on many times, and that's why her face is that way. I just she looks like she into do it, actually. Like, that's her fetish, is a fart fetish. Farting in my face fetish, that's her thing. That's what it looks like. What'd, mm-hmm. you, get, what'd
3: you say? I just wonder if she got pink eye from the accident. No, that yeah, wasn't your fart. I don't know. Um,
1: she looks fine in this picture, but yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, hilarious.
1: She just won $2 million lawsuit.
0: Yeah, I don't know if she's going to sue him, but uh, might as well. Everybody's getting all sue happy these days. Speaking of suing people, did you know car repossessions is on the rise? Did you know you also have every right to stop a car repo guy from taking your car? Mm -hmm. Consumers have broad rights to stop a car repossession from happening, and that is where the law firm at Sue the Collector can help you. Not so much about farting in faces, but if your car is about to be repossessed or your car was repossessed and you verbally told them to stop and leave your car alone or physically hurt or injured by the repo agent or they took the wrong car altogether, you may have a case. The attorneys that sue the collector specialize in wrongful car repossession and can help you or your loved one. So if you or your loved one were injured, injured, lost valuables or wrongfully had your car repossessed. Call them right now. Call uh, 1-877-BAD-REPO. That's 1-877-BAD-REPO. One more time, everybody. 1-877-BAD-REPO. All righty then. Okay. Uh, Let's get on to our next segment. Um, Now, as you guys know, Alan, am I forgetting anything? Can I get right into the small town news? No, you go for it, man. All right, I'm having fun over here. Uh, any interesting comments so far from the uh, from the gallery over here?
3: Well, Steve, Steve Wilder's got a new nickname for uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's mm. called him the, the Fartinator.
0: Fartinator. I love it. Yes. Um, well, let's move on to our next segment. Now, as you guys know, there's a lot of negative things going on in the news right now. You know what I mean? A lot of politics, a lot of pandemics, a lot of Putins. We ignore those things. We find the weird things that happen in small towns and – It can be best described by Justin Clyde Williams.
2: We're just small town dudes with small town news. Breaking stories of crimes committed you never do. Mind your P's and Q's or they'll cover you. The town may be small, but the news is huge.
0: Alrighty, check this headline out. This is a weird, crazy story. A man killed his friend during a fishing trip to stop him from summoning Sasquatch. Can you believe this? Uh, This all happened in uh, Pontotoc County in Oklahoma last Saturday when two buddies went on a catfish noodling trip. So I asked you guys in the beginning, have you ever been noodling? I've never been. Well, it's also known as hillbilly hand fishing. I went noodling one time, but I didn't use my hands. You know what I'm saying? Called a blowfish and crabs. (laughs) Anyway, here's what you do if you've never been uh, noodling. I've seen it on TV. They basically cover their forearm in peanut butter, and they shove it into a catfish hole underwater. You hold your breath. You wait for a catfish to bite down on your hand. Then you're supposed to yank it out like you're King Arthur pulling a sword from a stone. And now all of a sudden you're King Catfish Cooley and you got to have sex with Guinevere. I think that's how it goes down. I'm not sure. Um, in the comments section, anyone talk about noodling? Shane Flint said that he had been noodling. Oh, I'm um, sure. Uh, of course. Shane Flint's been noodling. I'd love to hear. Hopefully, Shane Flint will join us for Countryish After Dark and can tell us some noodling stories. Uh, well, these guys... They went noodling, and it was a 53-year-old Larry Doyle Sanders who confessed to killing his friend, also 53-year-old, Jimmy Glenn Knighton. Right out the gate, that's that's too many names for me.
3: Right. (laughs) Too many first names.
0: Yeah. I don't trust anyone who goes by three names. You know what I'm saying? Lee Harvey Oswald, (coughs) John Wayne Gacy, John Wilkes Booth, right? Marcus Hunt Stamos. Yeah, Can't trust, don't trust these that people. Guy. Well, when Larry came back home alone, he told his daughter and the cops that he had to kill Jimmy. He said Jimmy was trying to get away from me so that Bigfoot would eat me. Now, this article, it doesn't go on to say why or how he came to this conclusion, but I'm guessing it's drug related, you know, like a bad acid trip or mushrooms right he's hallucinating maybe his buddy was cutting carrots and throwing salt on him like an old bugs bunny cartoon (laughs) (laughs) getting ready to cook him up he's like hey bath salts mushrooms and larry that's that's what's for dinner big feet love it uh the oklahoma sbi said that larry thought jimmy basically tricked him into being out there tricked him like Mm. like it's snipe hunting right isn't that what snipe hunting is Surprise, there's no such thing as Snipes, and Bigfoot is real, and he's going to eat you. This sounds like a horror movie. I'm picturing a Ned Betty type and a bunch of Snipes on steroids. Yeah, it's like Deliverance meets Gremlins meets Harry and the Hendersons. Anyway, well, the two fought for over an hour, and Larry allegedly choked Jimmy to death near the river, then went home and confessed to his daughter who, get this, also happens to be dating Jimmy's son. Mm. How crazy is this story? So he killed his daughter's boyfriend's dad. This would be the best Jerry Springer episode of all time. You know, I hope they weren't planning on getting married. That's going to be an awkward wedding, you know. No father of the groom, just an empty chair sitting there. Mm. What do you serve for dinner, catfish or Jimmy? (laughs) I don't know. Well, Sheriff John Christian said Larry appeared to be under the influence of something. Larry's statement was that Jimmy had summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him. That's why he had to kill Jimmy. I don't know if that defense is going to hold up in court. <laughs> you know? If I was his lawyer, I would advise him to take a different route, you know. How do you plead? Not guilty, Your Honor. It was self-defense. First of all, we all know Bigfoot is real, so that's off the table. We're in Oklahoma. This is a given. And obviously, when a friend takes you catfish noodling and then tries to leave you out there, what are they actually doing is trying to feed you to Sasquatch. You're not catfish noodling anymore. You're Bigfoot noodling, and you're the bait. I had no choice, Your Honor. Uh, I don't know that's going to hold up in court. How do you summon Bigfoot anyway? (laughs) Do you buy like a duck call thing that makes a Chewbacca sound? (laughs) I don't know what that is. Do you douse yourself in urine from a Sasquatch in heat? not sure how you summon Bigfoot. Well, Larry is now facing a charge of first-degree murder. Plus, he also has two outstanding warrants from drug-related cases. In 2019, he was placed on probation for five years for public intoxication and trying to bring meth into the jail. Who brings meth into the jail? Well, of course, the cops found it, and they had to noodle it out of him. There you go, boys. Okay. Keep your enemies close, and your noodle buddies closer. I think we figured out what yeah. the happened. They got. They figured it out. It was drugs. The yeah. meth. I mean, meth yeah. could have been uh, PTS. I mean, he could have had all kinds of things. I think going it was the meth. But you know, some the people myth. get out there and do mushrooms, and you hallucinate.
1: So I think it makes you want to kill people though. Meth will bath salts. Remember bath maybe. salts?
0: Yeah, maybe. That used to be a thing. Elliot, yes.
2: Shane Flint says this happened not so far from my hometown in Oklahoma. Not surprised.
0: Shane, you got a call in tonight. I hope to see Shane on Countryish After Dark. Now we got a noodling and catfishing and, and um Oh yeah, the murder that ha- this actual story happened right yes. there. Sasquatch murder crazy
2: also boss thank you very very much you just destroyed an elaborate plan we had to take Isaiah. Snide i was plan trying
0: to, to gloss over it but oh. you had to bring it up one more freaking time didn't you this yeah. stuff
2: lives forever you don't yeah, think yeah. he picked up on it
0: yeah 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 he so did. uh no, but now you brought it up so what is it you think we're talking about
3: I have no clue. Boom. So keep your <laughs> mouth shut. Follow my <laughs> freaking lead.
1: You'll go back and watch it. <laughs> All right,
0: got to take a quick break. We've got a lot more show to do. We've got uh, goodwill hunting. We've got, a, uh, we've got money to give away. So don't go anywhere. And uh, check out this new Sundrop thing I did. A little ad I made for Sundrop. We'll be right back with more Country-ish after this. Hey everybody, I'm in Brevard, North Carolina, and Sundrop has another giveaway. This time, I'm at the headquarter of Sylvan Sport, and they're going to give away the coolest camper ever, and I'm with the creators of the coolest camper ever, Tom and Kyle. You guys going to show me how to work this thing? We sure are, John, let's go. Let's go. The coolest thing about the Sylvan Sport Go is it's so easy to set up. You take this crank handle out of the storage box, you just put it right in that hole, and then you begin to crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Scrap. This is easy. I got this. Watch this. One hand for the crank, one hand for the (laughs) drain. So easy, a comedian can do it. This is where we make the sun drop, baby. Look at this. Huh? Let's check it out inside. Look at this. So much room in here. Huh? Do you mind if I try the sleep situation in here? Go for it. All right, Thomas. Let's see how comfortable this is. Whoa. Did you like the movie The Christmas Story? never heard of it. Let's see if we can actually get some shut-eye up in here. All right. <clears throat> you know, Thomas, normally I have a story read to me, so do you mind just picking up where I left off? There's a bookmark in there. Thanks. Okay. The little butterfly lizard had always enjoyed playing near his the- <sighs> activities and stuff. Wow. Two words. First word.
3: Grizzly bear. No, um, campfire. Oh, oh, thunderstorm.
0: Fire. Sun drop. Oh, okay. Are you kidding me? All right, Thomas, thank you so much. What an amazing camper you've designed here. I'm just thrilled and uh, very happy that you're giving it to me. Wait, John, this Go Camper is for the Sundrop contest winner. Right, the contest winner. I got you, I got you. Well, I think it's time that the contest winner gets him a long time in his new camper, huh? So maybe you should go. All right, buddy, gonna miss that guy. Huh? Pretty cool, huh? You get yourself one. Go to MakeItASundrop.com and register for your own go. Go on now.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> good. Let's see if you're on top of things. Hey, go to MakeItASundrop.com and enter the contest. All right. Uh, we already have a winner from the ATV. Yep. Guy from uh, Fuquay Verena. By the name of Will D., that's right outside of Raleigh, won, that, won himself an ATV, and so now you could win something. Go to makeitasundrop.com. Now, I was telling you a little bit about Disney and Star Wars, and uh, the guy who got us into Star Wars, I had him zoom in and talk to me and Brent Blake, I mean, uh, me and John Heffern. We, uh, you know, we do a podcast called Heffern and Reap every Monday night, 8 o'clock, uh, and uh, we also were trying to do like compliment people who were doing a side hustle, you know, or figuring out ways to make more money, we'd maybe start their own business. And we call it mind your business. We're going to mind your business. What are you doing? What is it? Let's talk about it. And that's why we had this guy, Joey Mazant, come on and talk about how Brent Blakeney had to be my husband. Check it out. We'll be right back. And, I was, and it's right. sold out, right, Joey? It was, so what happens is
1: Disney only sells X amount of tickets because they're trying to regulate who goes to what parks. <clears throat> Otherwise, you'll have 100,000 people in the Magic Kingdom and 14 people in Animal Kingdom. So they try to regulate it so that the parks are a little bit more spread out. So what I did is when I found out what you needed, I hopped on the website, refresh, 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 grabbed my ticket. And then you and I, um, it just so happened to be that I have, you know, my cousins in town with his partner. And uh, I'm already in the park. I've already got the reservation. So does my sister Kelly. We're already in the park. We need to get you into the park as well. And what Disney does is because they don't want to split families up. As long as you have relatives that already have a park ticket, they'll usually find one of maybe 80 tickets that are left that they're holding for day of. And that's all we did. So uh, wait a minute. So just,
0: you you purchased a ticket for you? No, I have an annual pass, so
1: I'm allowed to book up to five days at a time.
0: Okay, so you already have an annual pass, and you just went on and 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 got a pass for that day, and then you said, "Oh, by the way, I got to get my cousin and his partner in." Yeah, I added you as a relative to my account. Got you, and but what I love, John, the backstory that he <laughs> built was Brent was my husband. Oh, wow. And he sold it. He sold it,
3: dude, dude. Santos
0: guy, he probably. Wow, that was a strong move. Strong move. When you consider when you think how Disney's leaning these days with a lot that's going on with the whole, you know, woke culture, all this kind of crap that they're getting crap for. Yeah, he goes. He goes, I see you and I double down. I double yeah. down on your wokeness, and now I present you with a ginger, fair-skinned, blue-eyed ginger, rarest of the rare, and his husband. You going to tell them they can't come into your park? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, man. Thank you, Joey Mazant and John Heffern. Check out HeffernandReap.com every now and then if you... If you want more and Reap stuff Now,
1: I say it's time we give money away It's your money, let's do it You had a good time giving my money away Yeah, luckily it was a It was a pretty good size check last Mm -hmm. week Okay, I thought the people deserved it
0: Well, if you're new to the show um, And you don't know what we're talking about I've done some acting in my day I've been in some sitcoms and movies And commercials and adult films And they have to pay you when they air them They're called Residual Checks I get them in the mail all the time. I got a stack over here. How many do you think's in that pile right there? Uh, six or seven probably. About six or seven. I'll have Mark hand me one here in a minute, and I'll open it up, and I'll tell you what it's for, and then you call in with a guess. There should be a phone number down here. Call that number, and uh, I'll take three phone calls at random. Closest person to the amount, I will mail you the check. I mean Elliot will mail you the check I will endorse it to you And I will send it to you And it is your check You can do what you want with it Okay Good luck cashing it (laughs) But it's yours You can put it in the frame You can put it in the damn shredder For all I care It's yours now Um, You pay the
1: taxes on it Yeah maybe Yeah.
0: If I cash it But I don't cash it They cash it Let them pay the taxes on it Man you you paid taxes on it Tired of paying damn taxes I know man Pay a lot It's a game that we like to call
1: Miss you Leslie. How, How much, much is that
3: screen
0: actor Elda
3: residual <laughs> check
1: you ended it but you could have went a long way. He's I had done.
0: 35 seconds left.
1: I, I had plenty left. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh, the same without you last Me a check. I know Sean is not a singer. No, not like y'all me. didn't harmonize. I, I can. He holds back when it's just me and him. So you had to do all the heavy
1: lifting in yeah, that part. Didn't pretty you? much.
0: Okay. So here we go. I'm going to open a check. I don't know how much it says. I'm going to open it down here so Mark can't see it. We'll do some in house guesses. That's how you gauge what your guess should be. Check out my poker face when they give their answers Hopefully it'll help you out And uh, Let's see what we got down here Okay Good deal What's it four? This is four Make sure you can't see this Tombstone No, I wish I was a tombstone <laughs> uh, We got two separate amounts again Because this one was made out to me And not my corp so we've got before taxes and after taxes. Let's do the
1: most, whatever's the most.
0: I'm going to do what the check is, I think, because that's what they're going to end up with. You know it what I mean? Makes sense to me. Yeah. So after taxes, this is what the winner's going to get. All right. It's for one episode. One episode of the Rodney sitcom. It was it ABC sitcom, Rodney. And this is for electronic sell through.
1: One episode, hmm. Marcus. I'm gonna go with uh, three dollars seventy one cents. Hmm. Yes, we got the music going now. This $3. is the very 71. intense,
0: very intense music to imply to show you how serious this game is.
1: You guess three dollars and something rather seventy one. I guess it doesn't matter
2: because Isaiah.
3: I'm going to go $7.15. Hmm.
0: Elliot, $6.11.
2: Hmm.
3: Ball. I'm going to go right in the middle, five eighty-nine.
0: Closest one is Stamos. Hmm. But he didn't get exactly right. Now we take three phone calls, and we find out if someone can get it exactly right. He's not winning this check because he's a part of the show. One of you's going to win it. Wind it. Wind it. <laughs> one of you's is <laughs> going to win it. We're going to take three random phone calls. We'll get to talk to you. We'll get to figure this out. Maybe you get it exactly right. If you get it exactly right, i double the check. I will actually write another check from my own personal account, Ooh. and I will double this amount. Out of your checkbook. It, out of my checkbook. They still have checkbooks. I still have a checkbook. Wow. If you get it exactly right, you get two checks. The Ellen Jackson, when you're ready, just let someone on into the showroom. Other people in the bullpen? Yeah. Okay. All right.
3: There's somebody in the
1: room right now talking.
0: All righty. John Reap here. Who am I talking to? Shannon. Shannon, what's your last name? Toomey. (laughs) Shannon Toomey? Yeah. Okay, Shannon. Well, thanks for calling in. Where are you calling in from? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Wow, that's way up north. Are you next to Boston? You park your Harvard Yard?
3: I spent my summers in Morganton as a kid. Does Morganton.
0: Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. So how old are you, Shannon?
1: Old. <laughs> Don't ask a lady that. I can't,
0: I can't see her. She sounds young. She sounds like she could be 17. <laughs> are you a young lady, Shannon? I'm
3: more like your age. Oh, you're like... Huh?
0: You're more my age? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you (laughs) called in. What do you do for a living, Shannon?
3: I used to be a motorcycle vendor.
0: Motorcycle vendor? No kidding.
3: You 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 read those.
1: She's been to Myrtle Beach, I bet. You've been to Myrtle Beach? Oh,
3: yeah,
1: the Suck, Bang, Blow, of course. Suck, Bang, Blow. So she was a vendor (laughs)
0: there, yeah? Yeah. Motorcycle vendors know all about (laughs) suck, suck, banging, and blowing in Myrtle Beach. I hear you. I'm glad that you're over 21 now that we've established that. We can make these sort of uh, tasteless jokes. Yeah. You ever farted in somebody's face? Not,
3: not intentionally, mm.
0: no. you got to get on that. As a motorcycle vendor, I would imagine that, that has happened um, on other people's crotches. You know, okay. you run in tandem or whatever. Okay, uh, Shannon, have you ever seen the, mo- the TV show Rodney?
3: I have not
0: Mm. Well you gotta get on that Because if you stream it They have to pay me again (laughs) Okay Okay. How much Is the Screen Actors Guild Residual check
3: $3.72
0: $3.72 One more penny Then stay most Lock her in D. Alan Jackson We got two more phone calls and she did not get it exactly right, so it's anybody's ball game right now. Stay on,
3: the, stay on the line, Shannon. We're going to keep you on mute, and we'll uh, yeah, bring the
0: others in. yeah. Stay on the line, Shannon. We're going to figure these other two calls out, and if you are the closest, we'll come back to you, let you back on the show, and give you all kinds of accolades. All
3: right, bringing another random caller.
0: Right all righty, I can't wait to find out who the next one is. All right, they're in the room with you, John, John Reap. Here, who am I talking to?
3: Hey, this is Mary.
0: Mary, where are you calling from?
3: I am in Kingsport, Tennessee. That's about an hour and a half from Hickory or so. Maybe a little longer. Get
0: okay. Across the border. Yeah, well, howdy, neighbor. The Volunteer State, I hear you. I like Tennessee okay. people. And what do yeah, you I'm do? About
3: f- 10 minutes from the Virginia line. Not far.
0: From what? Yeah, I missed it.
3: From the Virginia line. From the Virginia, Virginia line. It's, she's not too far from... Where I grew up.
0: Oh yeah, do you know the Pennells up there in Virginia?
3: I know
0: some of them. Oh, do you know who this is? I have I no know. idea. Okay, don't you lie to me, young man. <laughs> no, I have no clue Seriously, Mary, Mary, but this is quite wins, contrary,
3: huh? She is going to take me to the Purple Cows for dinner. How do you know this? I have is no idea. I was just oh, away. do you know what the
0: Purple Cow is, Mary?
3: It's a it's a
0: drive-around restaurant. Yep. You order at one window, and you drive to the next window. Um, you mean
3: like most drive-thrus? Like <laughs> <restaurant>. <laughs> <laughs> she, <well. laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah, That's a
0: weird concept. I've never <laughs> heard of such a thing. You mean you don't get out of the car? No,
3: they, so they actually <laughs> shut the purple cow down because the owner got busted for murder. Oh, this is great. Maybe this will be a
0: small-town <laughs> news yeah. segment. Uh, is it this true, Mary? Good. Do you know about
3: this? She killed a dressed up as a clown or something. Yep, she dressed up as a clown and and killed um, her boyfriend's wife or something.
1: Oh, yeah, I I remember that. That was, uh, it's been like on those mystery shows. Wait, what's the name of the town?
3: Uh, Well, the Purple Cow is in Kingsport.
0: Okay, do you mind if I talk to Mary for one second? (laughs) Mary, what's the name of the town?
3: It's Kingsport. Kingsport Sport, Close to Bristol yep. You're going to come to Bristol You'll be in Kingsport you'll,
0: you'll That's right Are you going to come see me Reno Collier? Yeah All I
3: right.
0: am Well Mary I'm excited I, I can't wait to meet you I'm glad you called in What do you do for a living?
3: Uh, sell internet
0: You sell the internet People in rural areas I hear you I wonder if she knows Sebastian Doesn't he sell internet sometimes? I don't
1: know what he does sometimes He's
0: a Southeastern man of mystery We don't know what he does (laughs) No Okay Mary I don't know if you've seen the sitcom Rodney But this is for one episode of that How much is the Screen Actors Guild residual check?
3: I'm going to go high
0: and say $7.27 Okay $7.27 all right, like a like a damn jet. <laughs> I hear you. Put her on hold, the Allen Jackson. Mary, you stay on hold, and I hope Shannon's still on hold, because no one's got it exactly right. We got one more phone call to take, and it is anybody's ball game, and we're gonna find out. All right, they're in the room. All right, John Reap here. Who am I talking to?
3: Eddie. Eddie Weber. Eddie,
0: Eddie Weber. Weber! All right, buddy. Uh, you trying to get me to do free voiceovers, huh? <laughs> I I see how you work, dude. You kind of slide in the side door, get one of my co hosts, make him feel guilty. Slide my DMs. Uh huh. You yeah. slide in Stamos's DMs. Get in line, buddy. There's a lot of chicks you got to wait on. All right, Eddie. I'm glad <laughs> you called in, buddy. Um, where are you from again? Tell me where you're at. Uh,
1: Pensacola.
0: Pensacola, Florida. I was just in Orlando, and next I will be going to Naples. Uh, are you ever going to come to one of my shows when I'm in Florida? Well, I think the
3: closest one I'm going to be able
1: to meet or get you is
3: probably somewhere around Atlanta or Mobile.
0: I was just in Atlanta; didn't see you.
3: Yeah, no work. I, mm-hmm. I probably
0: didn't know about this. This is a one-sided <laughs> relationship, Eddie. I feel like I'm doing all the driving. And uh, I'm coming to your area And not once Have you made an effort You're To come see me Still wants money. me to do Free voiceovers yeah. for him Eddie yeah. come on now <laughs> Alright buddy I hope you've watched The Rodney sitcom At least once in your life And I hope you can make A good guess oh, absolutely This will go towards VO work How much Is the Screen Actors Guild Residual check
3: I hate to say it Because I love the show but I think it's
0: going to be right around, let's say $3.05. $3.05. $3.05. I am handing the check to our intern, Sergeant Mark Have a Ball. Well, actually, he's Elliot's intern. And he has given me permission to talk to him. Thank you for that. Oh, you're quite he welcome. He has taken the check into the uh, studio, into the booth, where he is handed to the Allen Jackson and Moose. They're crunching the numbers as we speak. That's moose crunching. <laughs> and they're going to feed it into the algorithm machine, which is one of the fastest computers in the Tri-County area. And this was actually in the movie Star Wars 3, Richard Pryor's supercomputer.
3: And, you mean um, Superman 3? What did I say? You said Star yeah, Wars 3. Oh, yeah.
0: That would be great. I think it was in both. You just didn't know about it in Star Wars 3. It was so fast. Yeah, I made, a made a brief a quick cameo. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So, when Ball hands me the check, that means we have a winner, correct? Uh, yes. Yes, correct. We, we do wow. have a winner. That's how fast. Certified,
3: verified. Uh, mm. We actually put two computers on it this time, just to just to make sure. Hmm. I did not want to have any problems.
0: I like that. I like that you guys do that. And I like how fast you're getting at turning the keys simultaneously. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it takes two keys to turn it on. Um. And they're, they're, the keyholes aren't next to each other. They're spread out. Good God. So can't be done by one person. Love it. It's a two-man computer. <laughs> the Alan Jackson, whenever you're ready, let's get the winner in the room and let's talk to him. I can't okay, wait. Okay, the winner is in the room with you right now, John. Okay, John Reap. Who's this?
3: this Eddie. Eddie! Eddie! Hey, applause.
0: All right. Thank you. let here. All right, congratulations, Eddie. I'm so excited for you. Your guess was $3.05? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. You were a little bit high. And when I say a little bit, I mean the actual amount of this check is 28 cents. (laughs) That's it. Hey, that's
3: better than the 17-cent one I got.
0: You got a 17-cent one, too? (laughs) All right. Add this to the collection.
1: Keep going. We might get them to a (laughs) buck.
0: By God, one of these days, we'll get ourselves a dollar. In 2024. I mean, Uh,
1: (laughs) you add the two together, we still don't have a dollar. No, we don't. One of these days,
0: you got to keep calling in. (laughs) Damn it, Eddie. Yeah. Well, thank you, Eddie, and thanks for reaching out, and thanks for calling, and thanks for all you do. Thanks for watching. You know what to do you got to go to countryish.com and click on contact and send us an email through the the website and Elliot will get it and I'll endorse it and I'll send it right back over to you. Give us your address and all that stuff. And by the way, if you're watching this at home and uh, you want to keep this game going, you want these checks to keep showing up, stream anything I'm in. I'm talking about the movie Into the Storm. That's a good one. Stream that one. Rodney sitcom, Eastbound and Down, HBO. Harold and Kumar Escape Guantanamo Bay, One Mississippi. Good luck, Charlie. All of it, and we'll keep the game going. All right. Thank you, Eddie. Eddie, you still there? Yes, sir. I'm
1: still here. Thank we got you. a question for you.
0: Hey, Eddie. What,
1: what are you gonna do with all that cash? I think that one's going on the wall. All right. All right. Frame it.
0: Will we see you on Countryish After Dark in about 15 minutes?
3: Uh, as
1: long as I got
0: no toe calls coming in, yes sir, I'll be there. All right, buddy. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you here in a little bit, and let's move on to our final segment, Mark. Um, some people might be tuning in late, and they're like, "What? What is going on with these guys' outfits? That's not how John Reap and Mark
1: Hunt dress. That's not the guys I know." Mm-mm. Won't no, you tell no. them what happened here? Um, went to Goodwill to get my Goodwill gift to give you, mm-hmm. and I said, "Man, why don't we dress in Goodwill attire?" Since no. we're doing Google hunting. So I picked us up a couple of groovy, nice, cool shirts. Yes. Uh, I this. wanted to wear yours. But, well, you, uh, can, you can wear it. I thought that went better with your hair. So yes. I, I gave that one to you, and I just picked up a mild. Uh, yeah. See, if I wore red. that
0: shirt, it's too much red on red. Yeah. And it doesn't look good. I don't I like look good one. in yellow or red um, or any other color. <laughs> no. Red. Green is good. Black orange. is good. Blue orange. is good. Not orange good.
1: not good. Yeah. But um, – Thank you for the shirt. You're welcome. We will go for a picnic this weekend. And
0: yeah, I'll just we'll lay the put shirt that one down. down. <laughs> man. Hell yeah. Well, uh, let's get to our last segment. What we do here, um, you know, I call him Marcus Stamos. That's a nickname. His real name is Mark Hunt. And uh, we will go to a Goodwill from time to time and buy gifts for each other, and we will exchange them. We will unbox them. That's a key word. Unbox them live on the show right now. It has to be for five bucks or less, and it has to make sense as to why we chose this gift. You know what I mean? I think we have a theme song, the Ellen Jackson. Do we have a new theme song by Justin Clyde Williams? Go ahead and play the theme song, and I'll get your gift ready, Stamos. What do you think of that?
2: Yep.
3: Got a five dollar bill, you don't right. need no more. Amen.
2: Shopping for a pair of khakis, cause you gotta go to court. There's a bow hunting a trophy makes to you think about your out. buddy. That's the hunting that you don't need a license oh, for. Yeah. Your are goodwill hunting. Goodwill hunting. Good
0: Hunting. We are
2: Goodwill Hunting! I ain't talking about the film and Jason Bourne, just being thoughtful while you're shopping at your second hand store.
3: You're Goodwill Hunting! Goodwill, Goodwill hunting.
0: hunting! Thank you, Justin Clyde Williams. Well,
1: do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. I've been gone a minute. I know, man. I've been sad about it. I could tell. Yeah, and we don't uh, do anything together anymore. I missed you. I missed you. And out there on the road, you're making amends
0: meet, man. I understand. Yep. Try to pay the bills. Try to get Mama her eye drops. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mama's got to have her eye drops. They're expensive. Mama had surgery today, by the way. Mama had surgery today.
3: Her her C4 and C5. Yep.
0: Yep. So she had something taken off, you know, a little mole. It was looking suspicious. Had that removed today. And um, so, yeah, you know. Someone's got to pay these things. I understand, but I did. I was gone a minute, and I missed you. And I know that we're such good friends that you also missed me. I can tell. I can tell when you miss me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you text me a lot. You're like, "What's going on?" If I don't get back immediately, you get like, well, "That's fine. Never mind." <laughs> very passive aggressive. I'm about gonna start
1: it. doing it back to you though. It's fine. That's fine. Never, don't yeah. worry about it. I don't if I don't answer. That's your a tape, dumb idea anyway.
0: I'm, You're right. I'm, yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah.
0: I got this gift. And I thought, like, this would be something that I could give you to leave behind. When I'm gone for a long time, you could look at it and it'll remind you of me, a hard working man with a ginger beard who's out there working hard on the people's behalf. Spreading joy. I'm also circumcised. Huh. What
1: does that have to do anything? Enjoy. All right. This is a
0: gift from me to you. Unbox. What's in the box?
1: Who's in the box? Oh, uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? Oh, uh, what's, so uh, what's in the box? Local Goodwill here. here yeah, Goodwill. Up. Not too far down the road. All right. From me down. to you. Ha! You're right. It's a, uh, it's a hard-working man. Yeah. So he's chiseling away. It's a little... he uh, ginger beard. Yeah. He's got a little hat on. He's blacksmithing. Okay. Probably making a sit-up. I, I,
0: to me, it looked like maybe he was giving himself a circumcision. So can you see that? It's right there at crotch level. No,
1: it looks like he's making horseshoes. Maybe. Making horseshoes, yeah. okay, uh, for his horse to yeah, because you know, uh, and now that's what he does, if I
0: leave know. that with you and you look at that, you're
1: like, where's and you're like ah. he's he's, fu- he's effing working, man. He's effing he working. Leave him alone. <laughs>
0: what does yeah. it say on the bottom? Did you look at the bottom?
1: It's just the price tag. Okay,
0: yeah. I mean, this is what I'm going to look like eventually.
1: Yeah, you know I mean, I'm
0: not too far from this right now. Before, know, yeah. I got you know a little yeah, bit of hair left up head. here, but eventually it'll get there. Yeah, and I will get a hat like that, and uh, I just yeah, got to so learn how to make. Down there, I, I got learn how to make horseshoes.
1: Yeah, so that's my that, gift. Look, thank you. I'll yeah. put that beside of my night on my beside my bed nightstand. And, okay. Uh, what did you get me? I'll wake up and look at that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so... You've been on the road a lot. I've noticed you haven't you haven't been working out like you was. Oh, yeah. I hope you wouldn't notice. So at one time, you you were pretty fit. Yeah, I, I stopped doing the DDPY. You for were a minute. Uh, working out on the road. Yeah, I've been lazy, but I know it's hard to to uh, do that with your busy schedule.
0: It's hard getting to a gym all the time. It's hard, hard to know? get to a gym. You're Are busy managing you man, You're doing zoom radio. You're
1: doing mm-hmm. shows. You gotta you gotta lay around. You gotta rest. <laughs> I have to. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I gave it. you a little something you could take, put in your suitcase. Oh. And uh, exercise oh, can, in your room I could take this with you can me take that with you And it'll keep me exercising Legally, yeah And it'll I keep what, you in shape
0: I wonder what's in here I don't know Hmm, let's ask Brad Pitt
1: Who's in the box? Uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? Yes
0: uh, What's in the box? Is this it?
1: That's it Okay So look
0: at this It's a Lifeline Jump rope. Huh? So it's just
1: like the one we had in school. I think we yes. had those in school. It's and, uh, still in the box. This used uh, to be
0: nineteen dollars and ninety five cents back in the day. What's Bobby's name?
1: Bobby Hill. Uh,
0: oh yeah, Bobby
1: Hines. Yep. Yep. So it, he's this... apparently a champion uh, jump rope jumper. Okay. And he has his own jump rope. Wow. He? I think this is probably back in the eighties. I like the colors.
0: It's very striper esque. The band yep. striper. I mean, this is for endurance. Yellow
1: jacket colors, as I like
0: Yellow jacket colors, colors. Yep. Card- cardiovascular efficiency it helps your agility, your coordination.
1: Yep.
0: You know, um, and, and it I mean, comes with a book.
1: Hopefully, you can get good enough where you can cross it. You know, I, you see yeah. the good people that jump rope, they can cross Yeah, I can never uh, do that. Could
0: you do the double, like two at once? Yeah. Well, Jason I could does do that. One of those. Yeah, I could not know, a bunch. you do two. Well, these are perfectly balanced. They're ball-bearing-like action, not actual bar, ball bearings. It's ball-bearing-like. Yeah. Um, they're adjustable for the whole family. I mean, you know, who else has used this? Johnny Carson, Walter Cronkite. it has been God. on the Today Show, on the Road uh, Time Magazine, Newsweek Magazine, <laughs> and Mike Douglas this was have all approved this.
1: Yeah, definitely before the
0: Internet. Yeah. And uh, they got pictures of them there in and the their 80s. outfits – Jumping the rope, and on the back, there's other things you can do. There's you all see, sorts of things. You I can mean, do. you can uh, you can uh, stretch it out and put it over your head. Yeah, but aren't they all
1: dead? It. Huh? Yeah. Aren't they all dead? They uh, are all. No. Mike Douglas no, is still.
0: I believe. Oh, Johnny Carson, I believe is dead. But I think the guy on the front's still alive. I think I saw him on Facebook the other day. But look, this is a book <laughs> right here. Oh, a book came with it. Look, this is the book. You get a book. Tells you what to do with it. In case you're wondering. How a jump rope works. There's pictures of it. Yeah. Apparently, you put one end of the rope on one hand, and the other and end of the rope and, uh, in hand. the other hand, and, and you swing it above your head and then under your feet, huh. and you do that a bunch of times in a row. And apparently, it's uh, it's good for you.
1: It's a thing. Don't forget so, to jump. Yeah. Oh, you, you got to jump. So. <laughs> That's right. You have to
0: jump over the rope. Well, thank you, Mark. Um, I will look into this. Very nostalgic. I will, I will consider... Yes taking this on the road with me when i Pack go to your
1: suitcase yeah and
0: uh, enjoy thanks buddy i'll take that take to austin take care of yourself texas
1: and each other
0: that's right and uh, that's a game that we like to play good, good hunting, hunting good wheel hunting wheel good wheel wheel hunting. hunting all right well we are at the end of the show we got to get ready for country ish after dark we're going to start that in about 7 6 to 7 to 10 minutes we might be a little bit late cuz we went late um but before I wrap this one up, any final questions? Any any corrections? Anything
2: I forgot to add or say? Elliot, go. Well, yes, we have a lot to discuss before or after after dark uh, regarding your legal defense. Okay, thank you. Yes, and Good. I need Mark to shut up uh, in advance. And I would like to send a zillion hugs and kisses to my special friend this evening.
0: Who's that? What he like to shut up! For I don't know. Why is he telling you to let, shut you up? Says,
2: you said something disparaging
0: last week when I said that. Oh, oh Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask this. You know, we made this deal in the beginning of the show. If we get to five thousand stars, whoever gave the most stars gets to choose who puts the share wig on and does the share stare. So I need one of my interns with uh, multiple devices in front of them to figure out. Who gave the most stars and if we got to 5,000? And while you do that, don't forget to go to countryish.com. All right, become a Patreon supporter. It'll get you into our After Dark series. We're going to play games with uh, you guys. We'll zoom you into the show. We'll talk to you one on one and uh, we'll drink. We'll have a good time. Um, I'll be, uh, my tour dates are right there, you know. Um, Ginger Beard Man, still up on Amazon Prime. Ginger Payne, still on YouTube. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. All that jazz. Do you think they figured it out by now? I've stalled. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out.
3: Yeah. I'm drink on, a sundrop. Drink yourself think, a sundrop. Can I find it on your personal page? Because that's what I'm on right now. This is why I have you guys, man. <laughs> this is why you
1: get me I'm over here doing
0: this. And I'm hoping you're over there doing that. So what do we got,
2: Elliot? We don't know. It's saying that the top sender only sent 50, so I don't think we got anywhere The near top
0: that. sender sent 50 stars. There's no way if no the way. top sender only sent 50 stars that we got to 5,000. Exactly. But I'll tell you what, we're going to wrap the show up. While the ending of the show is playing, we'll do another quick math. And when we come back, will someone be wearing the wig or won't they? Find out. For the Allen Jackson. For Moose. For Marcus Stamos, also known as Mark Hunt. For our resident Hayseed Gen Z, intern Isaiah. For intern Elliot and his intern, um, Sergeant Mark Haveball, my name is John Rape, and I'd like to wish you <laughs> goodbye, sir. Well, i have on the farm, is kind of
2: laid back, but I wouldn't know that I'm from a cul-de-sac. Don't shoot a bike and a don't smoke crack. Thank God I'm country ish. Well, I said, kind of life, never did me no harm, but I do know a guy with only one arm. Keep your fancy smartphones and yourself parked cars. Thank God I'm country ish. Well, I got a podcast that'll make you giggle. It ain't number one, it's right in the middle. The town's not big, but it ain't too little. It's time for country ish.
0: Hey, everybody, it's me again. I just want to say thank you for listening or watching this podcast. You know, we couldn't do this without supporters like you. Oh, wait, are you not a supporter? Well, you could be. It's real simple. Go to countryishpodcast.com. Click on the word support. That will take you to our Patreon page. That's our support page. And from there, you can support us in many different ways. There's a... Different levels, you got $5 and up. You got Pewter Pro, Rhinestone Level, Executive Zirconia, all the way up to Platinum Elite, and all of them come with different rewards. We're talking hats, t-shirts, ginger beard masks, even be a guest on the show. You gotta check out our Patreon page. Go to countryishpodcast.com, click on support, and thank you. Good news: We did not get to five thousand, so no one has to do the share stare. Um, so you you put your money where your mouth wasn't, or vice versa. Anyway, uh, I'm looking at nine shares. That's all we got on Facebook. Pitiful. Pitiful. What happened, man? You guys don't want to hit the share button anymore? Dode said that he shared two hundred times. Breaking my heart over here. Maybe maybe Facebook is inaccurate, but. It's only saying nine shares. Well, but we got 204 comments and 30 like laughs and hearts and likes. But maybe I'll refresh it here in a minute. And anyway, I love you. Happy sun drop days. This is now my sun drop shirt. And um, hope to see some of you in Austin, Texas. Go to johnreap.com and get yourself some hot sauce. And know that I love you.